0: All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 295 of the KISS FAQ podcast. This week we are back talking KISS. From the board, yeah. by the board, <laughs> and uh, I'm obviously Julian, admin on the KissFaQ message board, and uh, I will one day get my intros to shows right and remember where I am and what I'm doing and what I'm supposed to be talking about today. I am joined with Lonnie, St. Louis Kiss. What's up? And Ken, 69th Blizzard. Hey hey. Not wearing your, not wearing your Paul Stanley Puma trackies.
1: Not today. Just wearing a what's In the tar- wash. A Target. Target uh, Kiss T-shirt. Yeah,
0: this is this is my favorite Kiss T-shirt. It's called Vinnie Vincent's Career. Makes wow. <laughs> An empty Blake. canvas. An em- empty canvas. Yeah. Well, of hopefully uh, good things still to come because uh, he did do his Valentine's Day bash. There was very little reporting on it because it's super secret. Unless you have the handshake, you're not getting any information. I did get some news out of people who did show up there, and he did show up and he did play, and they. The person who contacted me had a great time, so it may not be for you. It may be for you. It is what it is. Um, I guess it's like a tree that falls in the woods. Does it make a noise? Well, I guess you have to be there to find out for certain. So put your money where your mouth is because Vinny's not giving you nothing for free at this point, which is fine. That's his choice. Um, Every time anyone posts a uh, Vinny thread at the moment on the FAQ, it degenerates into... Um, oh, how would we dis how would we describe it? It gets locked, but uh, eventually there's a lot of back and forth. It's a very depressing thing. This week's episode is well, about the board. It's topics from the board, stuff that people have been talking about recently. Um, you're gonna have a chance to win the new pole star kiss special issue end of the road 99 pages i did a flip through that you can also watch already on youtube uh so stay tuned in to find out how you can enter a contest to win that it is apparently sold out now at Polestar. so thanks for those who did share the link which i forgot to put in my posts um and people were able to get it before it did sell out so i think it's a worthy addition to the collection why don't we just jump in anyone bought any kiss shit this week
2: Mmm. No? No. No. Boring. It's a great segment.
0: Just, just well, K- that was quick.
1: Another <laughs> good
0: segment.
1: Just the Kiss t-shirt, I think. I, I can't think of. And, and I got, well, no. Nothing else other than getting the, uh, you know, the tour book in, you know,
0: the newest No, one. I, I did... I did see one post on Facebook during the week that was uh, a whole bunch of German vinyl pressings packaged together, being sold. I think there were 30 sets of those available. And for a moment, I was like, do I really want that? And then I reminded myself that, no, I don't want any of this modern vinyl. Um, But it was neat to see. And I guess if you do collect and you want to buy in bulk and get it, it was a a pretty good deal, actually.
1: Yeah, I, I saw that. I was like you. I I thought, oh, ooh. you know, I was get that I yeah, to, I the different that. Kiss logo yeah. on there, right? Um, but uh, I I thought no. I, I pretty much for the most part stick to just the American releases and the you know repressings of American right. uh, Kiss albums. But so it's I mean I have a few foreign ones here and there. But I don't go out of my way to get everything. So, and that that was, I didn't want to, I want to save my money for something else.
0: Well, why don't we jump straight into some of the topics that have been popular on the board the last week. I mean, I think probably the coolest thing is the sketch for the Unmasked cover. And that was originally drawn by Vinnie Dell or D. Gerlando, Gerlando, D. Gerlando, um, who worked, I think, for Dennis Woolock or at least on the Mark side of things did like a reference sketch to give to the actual cover artist, Victor Staben for him to design the cover for the unmasked album. And this thing, I've never seen it before. I believe it's in Alexander Johansson's um, collection and he's a really cool guy. He went to a ton of shows throughout end of, um, end of the road early on. I mean, he was basically the Viking fixture at every single show. Um, very, very nice guy, great collection. He's got like a Kiss Museum. And uh, so I believe it came from his collection and he shared a, a scan of the actual artwork. It's got Vampirilla. Um I mean it's totally different from what was basically uh done for the cover. And we've talked about the cover of this album before, but now that you've seen the original sketch, what are your kind of thoughts on that, Lonnie?
2: Well the best part is it doesn't say I still they they stink in the bottom right hand corner. Exactly. So I, mean, I think I think that st- sticks out to you immediately because when you look at that and especially where they you know, I, I always thought it was stupid, you know, buying it on C D as as a as a teenager. You know, I thought, Well that's really dumb. So it really and because, you know, I look at the track listing, I knew, you know, maybe only a couple songs off of there. If any, really. I think I think I knew um I don't know if I really knew any because you know, none none of those songs end up on any of the compilations or anything like that. And none of those songs are on like I like exposed or an extreme close up or anything like that either. So I really didn't know any of those songs. So it wasn't a priority for me to get it right away. And then looking at the cover, the cover didn't look like, Oh, it's a cool cover. I'll buy this one. So it was like one of the last albums that I really bought to complete my collection because the cover was so bad. So, you know, I I like the 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 cover is a lot different on the the scan than than it. And I noticed there's a lot of Ace Frehley in it, and maybe that's why one reason it got shut down and and redone because there's like the whole middle row is almost Ace Frehley. It looks like he's almost like you would almost think if you didn't know anything about the band that he's the leader of the band because there's really more of him than anyone else. So I thought that I thought that was very interesting, even though you know Ace sings lead on quite a few songs on the album and ace really shines on the album um, more than any others in my opinion so I thought it was interesting that I, it's a different take on it and I, I like it better because it doesn't say they stink in the bottom right hand corner that's my opinion go ahead guys
0: Yeah, that, that's a key I mean the first thing I thought is wow I've never seen this
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean here we are 2020 anyone who thinks they know it all wrong anyone who thinks they've seen it all wrong anyone who thinks they've heard it all wrong and I, I love being wrong because when you're wrong, you learn something, you see something, you hear something new, and that's what this all was. I love the colors on this. I love the like the little elements that were in the original idea that did come through. Lonnie, I'm with you. It doesn't say kiss stinks. It says yes. <laughs> Especially you know? in 1980, I was... <laughs> at, at the moment no. that you really didn't need them to stink, right? But we've really done <laughs> But you've got kind of the masks coming off and oh you know I'm, I'm i'm with you about ace and of course the the girl i didn't have any idea who that was i had to look up online and see what people were saying to find out that that is something comic related um ken what were your thoughts on it
1: yeah i mean i i think it's uh, pretty cool to you know see something like this after thinking that that unmasked cover was pretty much you know set in stone or or close to that um, because we haven't even seen anything like this so I think it's cool I mean it kind of goes back to more of a realistic comic kind of comic book kind of look like from you know Marvel for instance Um, just the way it was uh, drawn and and written Um, it's cool and yeah I'm with Lonnie about the you know it doesn't say they stink you know at the end there you know, it says you know yes um it could be yeah or something else or whatever but still it's <laughs> much anything better than about this you know stink deal it's like well, you know what are you doing um but yeah it's cool and uh yeah aces they show probably someone said oh what aces ace gets the powers you know uh the superpowers in this thing and everyone else kind of just on the side um uh, for the rest of the kiss members so um, but yeah I, I think it's a a cool thing to see what the concept was originally and then how it cha- well it changed quite a bit i mean except if except when you go to the maybe the last you know uh part where you know they're showing their masks um and then they're rocking on stage everything else is pretty much different that's mm-hmm. part of the you know story or whatever
2: yeah they definitely definitely had a theme in mind of what they how they wanted the how they wanted it to go with was showing the the mask in their hand and then the band performing I mean, on stage
1: how they come up but, with the guy with you know the the photographer guy trying to catch him without their makeup i mean i, I was just i don't know who came up with that one but i i just they the band got in that direction
0: you, you could just see where it started off with the artist's point of view. Here's like a pure kind of comic thing, yeah, and yeah. then they showed it to the band, and the band said, "Well, we got to have some guy chasing us with a camera and getting into a limousine, trying uh, to catch us unmasked. <laughs> get get rid of the girl us. with the the eight feet legs who takes distracts from you know <laughs> the band members. Um, <laughs> eight feet legs, yeah, yeah, so." so. Y- yeah. Again, really, really cool to see kind of where it started. I think I've seen some sketches that Victor did as he was designing his storyboard. So it really went from like a, a pure comic style into a stylized comic style because the execution on the Unmasked cover is not like anything that you would have seen in a comic book back then. And this cover is more kind of freehand uh, to that. So very cool. Very exciting just to even see something like that during the week. It's like, wow. You know, there's there's still hope. There's still a lot of stuff still oh, to be yeah. seen. All right, cool. let's move into the next topic from the board. And Yeah, this one's quick and easy. Choose one. Your desert island kiss song. You're you're stranded on an island, you can only have one kiss song in your playlist to play to the rest of eternity, and Lonnie's gonna pick Rockin' All Night.
2: No. No. <laughs> right. I'm gonna pick come on and love me it's probably my favorite kiss song hmm. and it embodies, it embodies and to me it, it embodies the band it's a it's a catchy um riff it's a catchy chorus um it's paul stanley you know being paul stanley to the max in that song um the just just the, the verse it's, it's just very kissed with the verses um whether they're cheesy and they're cool at the same time you know it's just it's, it's to me it's the perfect kiss song um and if i had only could only choose one to listen to the rest of my life it'd be that one
0: and you can dance to it too so correct fun. if i and it's no fun. one and no yeah. one can make fun of me dancing <laughs>
2: because i'd be on a desert island by myself so well wilson might but you know that that would only be in your that's head that's true but, yeah. who's he gonna say? Wilson.
0: <laughs> Cat, what about you? Yeah, uh,
1: you know, I like Lonnie's choice. You know, it's pretty much a pop perfection, really. You know, rock pop perfection by Paul. There, and it's a great song. Um, but I, I was on the on the board and I saw that topic and I actually put in. I said, I I typed in "Escape from the Island" <laughs> would be my song for Desert Island. Anyway. I thought it was kind of funny at the time. That's smart. Uh, well, no, not really. But,
0: That's a little uh, cerebral. A little
1: more warped. <laughs> um, but seriously, um, the song, I think I would go... Well, there's a couple, but if I'm going to narrow it down, I'll narrow it down to Black Diamond, um, which is I pretty much list as usually my favorite all-time song that I, I need to hear at every uh, Kiss concert. Um, and pretty much they... They do it, you know, most of the time, so, um, but, uh, I, you know, I thought of maybe Calling Doctor Love, which is kind of one of my, you know, early favorites, but I love Black Diamond, because it's just kind of an epic, great song that used to be the closer of their show when they first started out, you know, so that would be it. I know what Julian is going to be. I'm not going to say it, but I know what it's going to be. What's it going to be? I told you I'm not say it, but I know what it is. It begins with a D.
0: And ends with a OOS. <laughs> <laughs> there you course, go, OOS. Of course, <laughs> course it is. It's deuce. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's my Kiss song. You know. So if I'm going to be trapped on an island with one song to listen to, it's going to be the one that was the first I heard, the one that I love to hear live, and the one that never never gets me down i mean it's really my cold gin it's my hotter than hell it's
2: gets you back on your feet again. it's
0: my let me go rock and roll <laughs> it's yeah it's the only thing i need so ken i did just pm you i hope you are recording because my recorder just crashed
1: <laughs> well you're 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 lucky yeah <laughs>
0: hallelujah we've got a show because otherwise we're well buggered all right so let's move on um andrew we don't care what yours is because you're not here um why doesn't kiss record a new album ozzy did it i mean apart from the fact that ozzy really doesn't write his own albums he just basically shows up and does what sharon tells him to i think he does help out melody wise but he's not as involved in the musical creation all throughout his career going back to well on Sabbath um, mm-hmm. and then he had Lee Kerslake and uh, Bob Daisley basically wrote the first two albums and then he had Phil Suzanne and uh, Jakey Lee and Zach mm-hmm. Wild later mm-hmm. and basically a succession of people that wrote his albums that he would then sing um, and I'm sure he did give ideas and so I'm not completely negating his comp- contributions to his own music mm-hmm. Kiss is a different kettle of fish isn't it um, so so why do you think that KISS doesn't record a new album if Ozzy and possibly ACDC can
2: Lonnie I think KISS as much as I would like to see a new KISS album I think as much as the KISS Army would like to see a new KISS album I think KISS knows KISS knows their all. as much as people aren't going to like this KISS knows the audience and KISS knows what people are coming to their shows to hear. People want to hear those classic songs that are snapshots in their head. And when they if when they play something different, I mean I've seen it in the crowd at, at, at KISS concerts when they play something that's even slightly different. I mean at, at an arena type show or, or a or a or a shed type show. When they played hide your heart like in summer 14. You just, and the Hydra Heart was a, was a, you know, fairly decent song in 1989, 1990. The crowd around us just died. I'm having a blast singing Hydra Heart, but no one around us knew it. And you've heard stories about in 2004 when they did All the Way and when they did Love Her All I Can. Yeah, the Uber fans like us and the people who listen to the show every week are loving it. But that's. 10 percent of the audience so when they go do a new song when they go do a new song the, the same thing happens um my brother went with me to this sh- to a show in 2010 in chicago and they did three songs off of sonic boom that night they did modern day lila say yeah and i'm an animal and when they went into you know they're, they're interviewing i'm an animal paul stanley goes we're going to do another song off Sonic Boom. My brother turns and looks at me and goes, another? Like, you're like I've had enough. I've had enough of the new songs. <laughs> I want the old songs. And that's why. Because they, they go, you're going to take, that, and money too. It's going to take time to record an album. It's going to take time to write an album. And then promote an album. And then release it. And then who buys albums? Kiss is about making money, not spending money. Without you know, Kiss is, if Kiss is going to spend money, they want a return on their investment. And not not that Ozzy and ACDC dc aren't going to get a re, you know, people aren't going to buy their album, but just you know, Kiss Kiss are moguls and they're they're smart business people and they know that you know the juice isn't worth the squeeze for us to record an album because one people aren't people are going to look at us like what is this when we're playing it live and it's not going to sell not going to sell the way we really want it to sell, I guess is a, is a good, is a good way to put it. Cause if they're going to record an album, they're going to want it to sell up to their standard of being a gold album. And it's just not going to happen. So that's why in my opinion. Ken, how about you?
1: <laughs> well, <clears throat> I did, uh, respond on that um, topic. Um, I think it is, yeah, it's partially because you know record sales are not going to be a huge amount. But it used to be back in the day they used to tour to promote the album. Um, mm-hmm. you, you tour behind the album, you put it out, and that would help sales. You go to the whatever city and maybe the uh, and do the concert, and maybe that city is you know the the. Sales would spike a little bit in each of those locations that you, you know, toured. Um, But uh, yeah, it's it's changed quite a bit now. So, but I put I I think one of the reasons is yeah maybe it's because of sales. Uh, Another could be laziness. But I think they probably would or would have done one um, if Paul's voice hadn't you know let's face it, you know, deteriorated from what it you know used to be um, I'm sure, sure they could fix a lot of things, but I wrote that, you know you could still do an album have Gene sing his songs have Gene sing one of Paul's songs, have Eric sing other Paul songs, and let Tommy do, you know, his one-off song um, they could still do it um, and it would. I mean, the Kiss Army would buy it. I believe. I mean, I would get it. You know, they write most of the time. You know, pretty good music. Uh, even if I get you know half an album of Gene, you know, it's Gene at least. Well, gee, it's like a half a Gene solo album maybe. You know? um, uh, it's Something like that. I, I wouldn't mind. I think it would be. You never know. You you may. You may write some great songs. We might be get a song that is becomes a a real classic um but if you don't put anything out who knows you may get who knows what would have could have been i guess um but i don't know i i would like them to do it do something but even one song in that for that matter
0: yeah i i think going out on the end of the road without like an end of kiss song is really kind of egregious in one way i understand you know lonnie's many metaphors about why they don't uh juicing and squeezing and whatever i say that all the time loving loving and touching and squeezing um So you can just do the blender I, next time. I I get it, but you know I I was living in hope that they would do an album of twelve songs where every single song has a black a backbone slipping in it lyric. Yes. That just would have been like the biggest to to, uh, to the critics. I, I don't yeah. think it's worth the effort. And you know Ozzy hasn't had a studio album in ten years. His last album I think was um, Sabbath 13. And then before that, mm. obviously, Scream. I, I tapped out of Ozzy so many years ago. Once uh, Zach appeared on the screen uh, on the scene with his uh, harmonics, pinch harmonics, in every mm. freaking part of the song, I was like, enough. Uh, so Just Say Ozzy was my last album that I actually bought at the time. I liked, yeah, No More Tears was really cool. But after that forget it i've got black rain i still haven't listened to it um so you know different sorts of bands and part of the the kind of thing that came out of the why doesn't kiss do an album like ozzy does i mean yeah because kiss isn't ozzy simple as that um yeah and then it was like why didn't kiss do more of the resurrected type stuff Well, because it sold 7,200 copies its first week. I mean, it was a dog. The Deluxe Edition, Mm. Love Gun Mm -hmm. Deluxe. Yeah, they were crap. They they just weren't what you wanted or hoped for or expected, and they didn't sell as a result. And therefore, Kiss and those, you know, probably the label primarily the label said forget it it's not worth it these people aren't buying it just sell them the catalog they seem to keep buying that over and over again in, you know decent sorts of numbers so we'll reissue the elder on brown vinyl
2: you know we all ask because it's true <laughs> yeah
0: we'll, we'll tell them it's a limited edition at walmart and they'll all go there and mm-hmm. you know walmart would be happy because they've still got 18,499 copies of sonic so boom like in each boom. store uh so it, it's yeah, they're it's ready Dress to is coming up, coming next month. I, I think Watch we're insane. probably to blame. Mm-hmm. You know, the fans. The so called Kiss Army didn't buy Sonic Boom when it came out. Mm-hmm. The so called Kiss Army didn't buy Monster where it came out. So why will they make an effort? And, you know, Soul Station. It's a it's a different art no, it's a different artistic proposition. Paul Stanley's doing that for him. I don't think he cares about the sales. I I think he's pretty sure that it's not going to sell like anything to do with Kisses. but because it's his own, he's willing to accept less sales because it's his baby. It's the thing that he's invested in artistically, something that he enjoys and a personal passion, just like his art. So, you know, why won't Kiss do an album like Ozzy? Well, because it takes Kiss a little bit more effort, and it's got to be Paul's way. So... True. Why do not Kiss do it? Because Paul doesn't want to. All right, Correct. let's let's move into a, a another. You know, a bit morose this week, isn't it? Um. What? Well, the next one was your first Kiss concert a letdown.
2: Is that is it your first Kiss concert or the first Kiss concert that was a letdown? I was well, your first Kiss concert a letdown. Oh, never yeah. mind. Okay. Yeah.
0: That, that's how I read the, the original question right. from, from the board, and I <laughs> don't respond to most of these topics, so Lonnie, was yours a letdown?
2: Oh my gosh, no, it might be my favorite KISS concert I ever went to. Um, my first show was supposed to be the Revenge Tour in 1992, but I've, I, I, uh, I got in trouble with the with my parents and I wasn't able to go to it. And I've told this story on the show before. So my first show was actually July 2nd, 1996 the third show of the reunion tour. And, you know, everybody remembers the reunion tour and how crazy it was just to get tickets. And, you know, it was pre internet getting tickets. So you had to go wait in line or get a line number and, you know, and St. Louis sold out in like a half hour, but we got tickets and we were up top in the upper bowl, but we were just, My brother and I were just happy to be there. You know, we felt lucky that we were there. But we were, we bought, the day we bought tickets, we were walking out with tickets in our hands and our—and it said section 303 on the tickets. I still remember the section I sat in that night. And there's still a ton of people standing in line at at Macy's trying to get tickets. Because that's where you want to buy tickets. You either had to go to Macy's or you had to go to the venue itself. And we're walking out and there's a ton of people standing in line still. And we looked at each other and like, not all these people are getting tickets. It's good. It's like going to be sold out by the time we get to the car. And was it a letdown? Absolutely not. It's maybe it's, it may be my number one or number two kiss concert I've ever gone to just because of the one, because of the pure excitement of finally being able to see them. And I think that's what a lot of kiss fans said in this thread was that just the excitement of being able to finally see my, my heroes, you know, in the same venue, in the same, in the same room with my heroes. And, you know, there's so much buzz around the reunion tour at the time and they were becoming, if they weren't already the biggest band in America again. And to see that curtain drop for the first time and there they are and they're playing deuce in the makeup with Ace and Peter. It's like surreal. Like, am I really seeing this? And if you, you think about those reunion shows, I mean the amount of pyro on those reunion shows is nothing compared to like the amount of pyro they use today. I mean, they they use plenty of pyro for the reunion shows, but nothing like they do today. And when those flames shot up during a hundred thousand years, mm-hmm. you could feel them from up top. From up top, you could still feel the heat from those flames. My brother and I looked at each other like, holy shit. And we left and after the show, we we left, we were just like, God, that's the best thing I've ever seen. I mean, it really was just the best thing at the time. It was just the best thing I'd ever seen. So my first Kiss concert let me down. Hell no. I mean, it was, I mean, it was unbelievable. And I, I, I can still talk to you about it. And I can still remember the freaking section I said. And it's how much I love it. So no, my first Kiss concert did not let me down. Actually, Julian, you were, you were at Dodger Stadium.
0: Yeah, and I can't decide whether it was a letdown or not because, number one, uh, it was a positive that I'd finally made it to a KISS concert um, after all the drama of, say, Finsbury Park, um, the Alive Worldwide shows in 96 in London and Birmingham... um, everything that came before there donnington 88 for that matter you know the shows that i was around and able to go to but for one reason or another something happened car breaks down drank my gas money um you know shit like that but then i get to dodger stadium and i wasn't on the field (laughs) I was in the stands, so I was about 6.5 miles away from the stage. Mm -hmm. So I had a better view of the Psycho Circus than I did of the actual show. So for my first kiss to be so far away, it's actually better experience to have watched the bootlegs that I was in love with at the time um, than the actual concert experience that I had. It's, Mm -hmm. It's a little bit, you know yeah it was a letdown because I was so far away I couldn't see I knew which member was where because I know which members on which side of the stage and what their stage moves are so it was kind of autopilot from that perspective but in terms of experiencing any of the excitement no I, I was walking around Dodger Stadium through beer swollen piss, you know, basically listening to Kiss play and watching the circus. And I don't think I went to my seat once during that show because it was so far back. I think it was a fifty-five dollar ticket. I sold my stub years ago, so I, I don't remember um precisely, but it was so far away. But it but then again, you take this how special that night was. It was a unique show. How many people get to say that their first show was in a stadium? Because Kiss was never a stadium band. Mm -hmm. So I assuage you know, kind of my criticality of the event and what was going on with it was an outlier. It was special. It was a stadium in the United States, even if it was LA. So I'm really on the fence and I can't decide if it was a letdown. And then, of course, for the rest of that tour, they dropped three songs. Um, they changed the set list, so I got to hear She and I think Nothing to Lose. Nothing um, to Lose. And, uh, and the debut, the, the proper debut of the uh, Psycho Circus songs. So uh, all of that is very, very cool in terms of just the pure kind of stats and, and numbers, but there was also a lot of drama going on with that whole night. I didn't get to go to the uh, dress rehearsal the night before. Um, but, you know, again you were at an event you were at something special do you discount that because you have a shitty view or do you say that it was cool that you were there I mean if you if you came to America on the Mayflower did you care if you had you know in the prow or in the you know in the stern you still got there so (laughs) I, I, I guess I have to say no it wasn't a letdown it was a positive that I'd finally lost my cherry my kiss concert cherry um, without a car breaking down, the plane crashing, or there being an earthquake. Jeez. Hallelujah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Ken?
1: It was not a letdown. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, my sorry. first... I wouldn't Yeah, so. I was... Uh, yeah, 1979, first concert, Dynasty... How could I be disappointed with that? I mean, I I told a story. I, I was so excited that I was you know sick to my stomach. I was so excited to see them. Um, so you know, yeah, they didn't have a you know the curtain drop at the beginning. I think at the beginning what happened is they uh, uh the you know it got dark and then the the fog, a lot of fog, and then all of a sudden the sound of them rising. As statues on their pedestals, you know, like, you know, action figures, superheroes kind of thing. I thought, oh, that, you know, it's the coolest thing in the world, you know, mm-hmm. and then they kicked in, then it started. Right. Um, so it, it was a great it was a great way to start. uh at least, you know, being my first Kiss concert, um, just, you know, a great show. And again, I said it before, too, it was, it was a blur to me. You know, a lot of it is a blur. I do remember, you know, Gene flying up to the, you know, rafters and, and stuff like that, um, and the, the blood-spitting routine, which I was so excited to see, you know, live. Um, but, uh, yeah, and the feeling of the flames and all that kind of stuff for the first time, mm-hmm. as Lonnie said, you know, the first time, you know, now you expect it. You expect mm-hmm. to, to feel it uh, and you can still feel it from way back at a, at a show More yeah so your, while, first, your first time
2: you're not expecting it you're like
1: holy Christ. it's like whoa you know and the little bombs that go off or, and stuff like that um but I'm, I'm glad though that my first concert wasn't c- the crazy nights tour because
2: that was a letdown. yeah there's me. people commenting about that, that 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 one
1: was a Big letdown for me um, uh, of all their shows. It was like, wow. You know, even I came out of that one saying, what the, you know, what's wrong, you know, with Kiss? Um, they were just going through the motions on that one. So,
0: but yeah, first one was great. Yeah, that's two funny, crazy nights. <laughs> and uh, you're yeah. just talking about Flame there, just thinking next week. Next week we see Kiss. Yeah. A week. Finally. Yeah. Front front a row. A week to
2: go. Just thing Yeah, just sitting together too, aren't you? Just
0: Yeah, how, we did plan those it. How flames are going to be? That is so cool. Yeah. We're we're sitting
1: next to each other, but we didn't plan it. And mm. I said I got my tickets. Said it's front row. And he said, "Yeah, mine's front row." I said, "What's your seat number?" And he told me the seat number, I said, "Oh, mine's I'm right next to you." <laughs> You're my Shit. Get, me Get a plan. refund.
0: Get a refund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get a. <laughs> no, that that'll be fun. I mean, for for the for my complaints of uh, you know Dodger Stadium, again to go to the end of the road. I, I've been I think fourth row, eighth row, seventh row. Um, have not done a front row at a Kiss well, show since two thousand. 2000 was my last one and someone very very kindly took care of me at that show. I got backstage uh, on the farewell tour that was when I got to watch uh, Gene going around eating cake out of a bowl with his, just his tongue and Ted Nugent was holding court back there. It, it was like really really wild and then to actually be up front for the first and you know, to date only time and really feel the flames and I was on Aces side that day I think again it's a bit blurry all those years ago and to then do it again on the end of the road you know i just hope this virus holds off uh you know long enough for kids to get to oakland because i don't think they would i don't think they would reschedule for a third time um or a second time if, yeah. if they have to mm-hmm. do anything. So I, I did see someone posted a, a Twitter feed today from Gene that he was sick and in bed, yeah, so he's glad he's got a few days off before McLaughlin, Nevada <laughs> yeah. on the 29th, where hopefully, yeah. Shannon, take care of him,
2: please. Shannon's dre- dre- air, air, air mailing food. Pizza. <laughs> pizza. Make,
0: make him happy. Get him whatever he <laughs> needs. Check in on Paul, Tommy and Eric, and make sure they're all healthy, because through the sixth, and we're nearly to the tail end of this first leg of the tour as well, which is amazing, um, that, uh, you know, a, another bunch of dates have come and gone, and they've, uh, they got rid of crazy nights. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to you love me. Yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm good with that. So, can't wait. All right. Let's do the, uh, the, the giveaway for this. So, You want to win a copy, again, like I said in the video, I've done a gore. It's nicely sealed, and it's not going to get bent in the post. Even got a KISS FAQ pick. Found one. Still have one, actually. Um, Let's see. Email KISSFAQ at Outlook.com by Wednesday, March the 4th at noon Pacific time, and you just have to tell me what Lonnie's Desert Island song is. Because, just in case I don't remember. So... So, easy as that. Just email kissfaq at com. Lonnie's Desert Island Kiss it Song. It's as simple as that. As easy as it seems.
2: <laughs> or is it? Or, <laughs>
0: yeah. Or is it? Because I know I'm going to get emails. Fuck you, Julian.
2: <laughs> easy as it seems. Is that a clue? <laughs> is, that a, is that a clue to what Lonnie's favorite song is? <laughs> or...
0: Lonnie Lonnie just wants to be trapped on an island with Unmasked. They were talking
2: about Unmasked earlier. Is it easy as it seems?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Alright, so let's move on to another topic from the board and that is 1980s Kiss album that you thought was going to be huge for Kiss. Mm. Ken?
1: Okay, yeah. Well, uh, you know, I thought this is funny. um, I thought that crazy nights i did think crazy nights was going to be huge uh when i first you know heard the first song i how catchy it was uh and saw the video and i thought oh this is it they're gonna they're gonna hit it i mean they they have the sound at least what was current at the time or what was Modern popular sound at the time, yeah. popular right right uh and you know you know bon jovi you know Heart, that kind of stuff and uh i thought yeah they're gonna i think this is gonna do it it's gonna put them back on top i really thought it, you know I, th- I thought that uh but then realizing later that they you know they were a little bit late to the game um and then i think the other point is still i believe radio still wanted no part of kiss for the most part uh, yeah, you could hear them more and more in the 80s uh, than they used to be played, at least in the 70s. Um, but they just, I think part of it was the radio. Um, I, I think the promotion was probably there, but I thought it was going to be a hit. I really did. I thought it was going to be huge. I, think, I don't think it did horrible, but I thought it was going to be a lot bigger than, than it turned out to be.
0: Well, I guess it's easy for me because getting into the band in '85, Crazy Nights was my first album, um, brand new. I knew it wasn't going to be a hit, so that leaves me with only one option. I thought that Hot in the Shade was going to be massive, with Hydro uh. and. And to be fair, I hadn't heard all, you know, like the Molly Hatchet or what was her name? God, uh, Robin, whatever, the the other version. So there, there were yeah, several it. versions of Hide Your Heart Out. I don't remember the when I heard which in terms of Aces or or Kisses, but I, I thought that was a strong enough kind of song that they were back, especially after Crazy Nights yeah. nearly made me not a Kiss fan. It's like oh, this is going to be massive. Um, yeah, and it wasn't. A, that what, that album stiffed eight hundred thousand. Um, it it you know even Forever was kind of plastic hit. It went to what number eight. So but it was manipulated. So I I thought that was going to be huge, but again, I thought there were enough songs on there that they would have cycled through a few more singles and actually expanded or extended its, its lifespan. But instead, you know what they did, they, they flipped forever and rise to it around and then did nothing for a few months while they tried to ride forever. And then rise to it came out last. And and I thought there were some other, you know, kind of options to get a gene song out there as well. Mm -hmm. But, um, Again, I don't have any options to go to because I can't go back and then say, as, as a fan, I thought Animalize is going to be absolutely massive because I wasn't a fan at the time. So true. That's not gonna, true. not really gonna try and make up shit just for the sake of okay. Uh, well, Lonnie, make up some shit.
2: Well, yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> gonna have to do because I turned 10 years old in 1989, so it's really kind of difficult. So,
0: so <laughs> Lick It Up was going to be absolutely massive. No, right. right, Lick
2: It Up when I was three years old. Like... If you the you know. 90s, I know what Lonnie would say. You know. Right. I mean, yeah. If, if the topic was 90s, you know what I was saying. I thought revenge was just going to be. Well, come you know, on, 90s. Stuff. You've got three
0: choices. You've got revenge, psycho, and carnival. Uh, right. Who's, who's going to pick the other
2: two? Come on. Correct. But I mean, I I have memories of of Hot Niche when it was new um my brother's friend had hot in the shade and he was telling us how great this kiss album is blah 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 and i hadn't really heard it um and then revenge came out and i love it and then i was like you know what i never did go get hot in the shade you know jason was telling us how great this album is you know what so i went and bought it i'm like this isn't as good as revenge he's crazy <laughs> so, so i really don't have a a good I don't have a good answer for that. And, you know, it's a shame Andrew isn't isn't here because he's younger than I am, so he wouldn't have a good answer for it either. <laughs> <So>. It's true. <laughs>
0: if, he, if he was here, he would lie through his teeth and make up a really good answer to make you believe that he was there.
2: <laughs> that he was there. I was there.
0: In he would be convincing. Andrew, shame on you. Uh, 2020 ticket sales. That was another one that kind of popped up. I'm, I'm wondering if that's even worth conversation because it is what it is. They've been to so many markets in 2019 that a lot of what I'm calling secondary or B markets, which are just outside of the major metropolitan areas, mm-hmm. automatically become B venues to, to me as I categorize places. Right. Um, a lot of people traveled. That first leg of the tour gets announced. People make travel plans. People like, I gotta be there. It's FOMO. It's YOLO. It's all these stupid acronyms. And you don't and like those? I'm like, a, I'm like a living <laughs> personification of that, with having gone to the LA Forum and Madison Square Garden, on the mm-hmm. first night mm-hmm. of the tour. So when it got announced i booked i went to as many shows as i could but i tried to go to the ones that had historic significance but i think a lot of people and i was bumping into people from atlanta and tennessee and california for fuck's sake at madison square garden i i met very few new yorkers that week apart from Nibbler, um and adrian uh, mm-hmm. There were a few others. I'm just being melodramatic. But I met a lot of people from out of state at Madison Square Garden. I met a lot of people from out of country at LA Forum. So I think a lot of people actually did a, spent a lot of coin getting to see KISS in 2019. So that now we're to places like Peoria, or however you say it, or Sioux Falls, or... Mm. Lincoln, Nebraska, and no offense to any of those places. I'm not insulting where you live. Oh, cool. But but they just don't have the same cachet as, say, yeah. Los Angeles form that has history or, you know, Kobo's gone, obviously, but you know, there there are still plenty of other places, Lonnie.
2: Yeah, there were more destination type places last year. You know, and they, they announced that first leg and there wasn't a St. Louis date. So my wife and I said, well, you know, we're, we're looking at the dates now. You know, there's Kansas City. It's four hours away. Well, there's there's Memphis. That's four, we're four hours away, and that's on a Saturday. Well, that'd be good. It'd be a nice, you know, weekend getaway type thing. So, you know, that's what we did. And doing that, thinking that, okay, they're announcing this leg in the winter um, or, you know, winter slash spring and then they're gonna to go to Europe. And it's like, I can't imagine them doing another run through the States in 2019 with them saying that it's gonna be a three-year tour. So we said, you know, let's let's go see them this year. I said, Well they said, next year they'll come to St. Louis, they'll go through the States again, and I'll go with that with my brother. Well, like three weeks after maybe a, three weeks to a month after they announced that, leg, like, they announced some more dates and St. Louis is on there. I'm like, well, I have to go see them. That show is like literally you know, 10 minutes from my house. So like, I have to go to that. So I did that too. And I think there's a lot of people out there who did the exact same thing where, whether it be the same situation where they're not coming to my town, well, now they are. So I'll go, or they said, well, I'll go to the one in my hometown and well, I'll travel to another one or something like that, or, or I'll travel to a couple and I'll go to one here. Um, and like Julian said, well, New York, that's a destination place to go see KISS, to go see KISS in New York. You know, L.A. is a destination to go see KISS in L.A. Detroit, I've seen KISS in Detroit. I was like, I got to see KISS in Detroit one time. I've done it. I'm sure a lot of KISS fans have done it. You know, I got to see KISS in Detroit one time. Where nothing. And again, nothing to take away from people in Springfield, Missouri or Peoria, Illinois or places like that that they're playing right now. But I've never looked at my brother and said, Hey, you know, we have to go see him in Lincoln, Nebraska before this is all said and done. We, you know, no, no one has said that. And that, you know, nothing against that. That's how kiss really built up the kiss army was by playing in small Midwestern towns like that and building like a grassroots type of, of kiss army. So, but I think the people who live in the big city, the bigger cities, I mean, yeah, maybe you live, maybe you live in Lincoln, Nebraska and they didn't come to your town last year but you traveled to Kansas city to go see him because I have, because I want to go see a show. Well, now they're coming to your hometown where I'm going to go see him again, but I don't think it has the same reverse effect where somebody who lives in a bigger city who may have already seen him a couple of times saying, I'm going to go to the smaller venue and see the same show. I saw a couple of times last year. Cause you I mean, obviously there's two songs that are different, but essentially you're going to see the same show you, you saw again. So that being said, I can see why, you know, people aren't traveling as much as they were last year because it's the second year at the end of the road. And, I, and at the same time, but in the same breath, I'm going to say this: that I wouldn't be surprised in 2021 before they do the show in New York in July, that they don't have one last run through the United States prior to that show, whether and, and in the major market, like major major markets, one more time with like like a Chicago, like a Detroit, like a Dallas, Atlanta. Uh, Boston places like that one and you know and you could call it one last kiss before it's goodbye or something like that Um, I could see that happening and those and those shows being more destinations like hey I didn't get tickets to that July July 17th show in New York but I'm going to catch them on maybe their third to last show in Boston in an arena type place so I could see that happening those being more destination type shows.
0: Yeah, this is it. This is the best I can do for the final kiss. Can't get to New York. I'll go to... You know, I don't see them doing another NorCal show since it's such a hard or sell anyway. Philadelphia, whatever. Yeah, you know, and you know. you know, Vancouver I is hardly a destination. I only went up there because my mother was a nurse there in the 60s and it was opening night of the tour. So I had two kind of justifications to go up there. And, you know, I obviously met some cool people as well. I did not get to go. I mean, if, if I really want to do my bucket list, you know, it's to see Kiss in England or Scotland. You know, one of my home countries. Um, and I just couldn't do the, the travel after everything that I had done to get out to Newcastle or Glasgow last year. So I, I still hope there's another chance. I know they're only doing one date this year and I can't go because I, I got a flight in the next month. Um, so it, it kind of sucks, you know, so I'm hoping in 2021 there's an opportunity because I hopefully will have paid off the cruise by then. And that also plays in. I mean, it's financial, you know, mm-hmm. and, really. and people work. Not everyone has bottomless pockets that can go traveling. So someone who's going to Lincoln is getting a Kiss show, getting a downsized Kiss show, but it's still a damn good Kiss show. So, I, you know, again, sales are what they are. They're, I think Kiss is out at the right time, thank God. Because imagine if Kiss was doing the U.S. Well, they are in the summer. They're doing another leg when everyone and their dog is on tour. I mean, mm-hmm. is there mm-hmm. any band that has not committed to tour in the summer this year? I think it's um, going to get. It's well.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got my refund for Ozzy last week. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, so I think it's going to get really tough, the market, in terms of pure economics, because people are going to say, well, I did see Kiss in 2019, or maybe I got a Groupon deal in early 2020. Now they're coming back around in the fall, and unless you've already bought your ticket and it's paid for, when there's Rammstein, when there's Poison, there's Cinderella, there's, oh, my God, I mean, Guns Mm. N' Roses.
2: Rage Against the Machines touring and selling out Pearl Jam's touring. Everybody's touring. And the big question over
0: ACDC and what's going to happen mm-hmm. with that. Because yeah, I know yeah. I, I missed the uh, the giant stadium show, um, Pac Bell Park, in mm-hmm. San Francisco, of them back when Brian Johnson was in the band previously. So, you know, if ACDC comes in, it might be one of those bucket list items for me. Ken, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on 2020 ticket sales and whatnot?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's obvious that... Uh... They're kind of, you know, oversaturated after the first year. Um, You know, they should have. I I mean, they did the they had the Sacramento show, which you went to last year. Um, And had they not had that show there, I don't know. I probably would have thought, oh, shoot, where am I going to go? I probably would have went there like Fresno um, or something like that. Um, But if they waited, I guess what have waited longer if, if they didn't do that. Sacramento show, and they didn't put that Oakland one later on for sale, they could have waited and probably been able to do Chase, uh, the Chase Center. I think it probably would have sold very well because one reason, because it's brand new and it's in San Francisco and they haven't been to San Francisco since that crazy night show where they it was like at the san francisco civic auditorium Uh, before that they hadn't been in san francisco since the asylum uh when i saw them at the cow palace um sure i'd love to go back to the cow palace and see them one more time i think that would be a kind of a a cool thing because i had seen them there you know two times uh, back in the day first one was yeah, it was Dynasty. So uh, that would have been cool. Uh, but I could, you know, Chase would work. Maybe, um, but maybe not now because, yeah, they did Sacramento. Everyone from the, you know, Northern California went to that one. It sold out. Oakland is having a hard time selling out. I mean, it's there's so, there's tickets left there. It's a good amount, but I, you know, it's not a sold out. And I don't know if it'll make it to sold out. I don't think it will. Um, but maybe most of the tickets will finally get sold by the end of next week, I, which is, you know, showtime. Um, but I just saw a, sale, a, a show going for sale uh, for Blondie. They're gonna be going to be playing at Chase. I don't know how the heck they're going to sell that out unless they're playing with other yeah. groups. Because I saw them just last summer at the Concord Pavilion which is a whole, you know, another thing, a lot less, you know, people there. Uh, of course, they were on the bill with Elvis Costello, which helped. But I'm thinking they're going to have to have someone else uh, with them in order to sell a good amount of tickets, probably two other bands, I would say, in order to sell enough tickets at the Chase Center. So so anyway, yeah, it's, it's a little oversaturated. You kind of think, well, yeah, they're... They're not selling out some of these places, but it's enough. They're still making money.
0: I know they're making money. They gotta be. They're not. They're not touring to lose money. And if they're not making, if the promoters taking a bath, then you know that Kiss are making it up on merch sales. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so a lot yeah. of merch. Yeah. yeah. The mer. The merch is probably more important, as are the. Um, I don't know what they are now. What are they called, the experiences? Because I, I know you and I have both purchased the... Uh, what were S- they called? Silver? Because they oh, changed sil- the names, didn't they?
1: Gold, silver, platinum, or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah so we, we bought the one, or at least I bought the one that is uh, just the photo with the band. Just, uh, yeah, because... me too. Okay, great. Right. At least they've changed the backdrop since the first one in Vancouver, so... Yeah. Oh, did they? they saw that.
2: I didn't yeah, know. the backdrop
0: is different. Yeah, oh, okay. so... I'll be I'll be happy that is, <laughs> my life really must be pathetic for me to be happy with a backdrop change for a photo. <laughs> I'm paying a thousand something bucks over Yeah. Moron. Take my money, Gene. Jeez.
1: All right. You can Dude. bring your kiss FAQ backdrop with you and see if they'll accept that.
2: No, they might confiscate that. No. <laughs> no. Kissy leaks. Th- this
0: is this is my final one. I am not wearing any branding whatsoever no branding oh, wow. I'm, I don't want Paul and Gene looking over my shoulders at what I'm wearing what you is that a kiss?
1: Not, a, not even kiss branding N-
0: no probably not I'll probably just wear a regular button down shirt and just wow be, mm. yeah just just show um, myself off a little bit just just be a little bit more <laughs> yeah just it so that when work. when Gene throws his uh, blood glass at me in front row you know so that'll be a nice canvas. They oh, like this, like I, like, yeah, there you I go, make, perfect. Yeah, there you, you got. got perfect. An, it's an nice. empty canvas. Come on, Gene, paint me.
2: Paint me, Gene. Paint me like one of your French girls. Uh,
0: all <laughs> right, well, let's leave that there. <laughs> if you if you're paying attention, you know how you can win one well, one copy of the Ball Star Kiss special special issue. Uh, go back and re- reverse or look at the. Uh, uh, the closed captioning is a good cheat to get through any episode of a podcast and search for what you want to find, because uh, most of us do have those enabled. All right, so let's leave that there for now. So from uh, Ken, from Lonnie, from Andrew, and myself, thanks for joining Somewhere. us. <laughs> uh, we will see you next time. Oh, and don't forget to check out Look, It's Rock and Roll. Thank you uh, for everyone who tuned into that and checked out our Choose Our Delusion episode. We've got uh, the next one planned, and hopefully uh, hopefully you'll enjoy that, too. So bye for now. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.